Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Brain Builders Podcast. I am Dr. John DeWitt. And today we're going to continue with the amazing information from the brilliant Dr. Daniel Amen and his book, Change Your Brain, Change Your Life. Here, we last time talked about the different risks, how to score yourself, and the different ways to reduce those particular risks. Now we're going to go into some additional steps. Some of these steps we're just going to kind of go over really quickly, and then we're going to get more detailed in future episodes. I'm also excited to um, go over some of Dave Asprey's stuff. That's not going to be for probably a week or two, but, but we're going to talk about the bulletproof theory and all that stuff. So lots of good stuff. So step number four. Now, last time we said, and if you know better, you do better. And Dr. Raymond says that a lot. So if you have any of the risk factors, now is the time to get very serious about your brain health so that you can remain vibrant and cognitively sharp for as long as possible and not end up as a burden to your family. Very important. Then step number four, follow the Brain Warrior Diet. That is something that we are going to discuss in future podcasts, um, and it's going to talk about a brain-healthy diet. Step number five, work your brain. Be a lifelong learner. The more you use your brain, the more you can continue using it. New learning creates new connections in the brain, but the absence of learning causes the brain to start disconnecting itself. It's a use it or lose it kind of thing. It's kind of like if you don't go to the gym ever at all and try to go, it's gonna, you're not going to be in very good shape. <clears throat> no matter what your age, mental exercise has a global positive effect on the brain. Learning has a very real effect on neurons. It keeps them firing and it makes it easier for them to fire. There are approximately a thousand trillion synapses in the brain and each one of them may wither and die if not actively firing. Like muscles that don't get used, like I said, idle nerve cells waste away. Community-dwelling seniors who took just a few weeks of cognitive training experienced significantly improved reasoning and speed of processing skills, as well as better activities of daily living 10 years later. 10 years later, compared with those who didn't get such training. And that's just, you, that's not a physical activity. It's, it's a computer program where you just do little games and puzzles and stuff. Um, I use Brain HQ, which I personally like a lot, but, but Dr. Amy has some of his other preferences that I'm probably going to look into. Uh, The best mental exercise is acquiring new knowledge and doing things that you have not done before. Even if your routine activities are fairly complicated, such as teaching a college course, reading brain scans, or fixing a crashed computer network, they won't help your brain specifically because they aren't new. Whenever the brain does something over and over, it learns how to do it using less and less energy. New learning, such as learning a new medical technique, a new, a new hobby, or a new game, helps establish new connections, thus maintaining and improving the function of other less often used brain areas. Likewise, just doing crossword puzzles or sodoku is not going to give you the full benefit you want. Just doing crossword puzzles is like going to the gym, doing right bicep curls, 
and then leaving. Here are some ideas for exercising various parts of the brain. Very important. Prefrontal cortex, language games such as Scrabble, Boggle, words with friends, and crossword puzzles. Strategy games such as chess, rail baron, axis, and blockus, and meditation. The temporal lobes. Uh, memory games, learning to play new instruments. It also involves the PFC and cerebellum, which is prefrontal cortex and cerebellum. Parietal lobes, math games like Sotoku or juggling, because it also involves the prefrontal cortex and cerebellum, and reading maps. Uh, the cerebellum, you need coordination games like table tennis, which also, big shocker, includes the prefrontal cortex, dancing if you're learning new dance steps, yoga, and tai chi. So here's some new learning tips. Spend 15 minutes a day learning something new. Einstein said that if, if anyone spends 15 minutes a day learning something new, in a year he will be an expert, in five years a national expert. Take an online course, and Dr. Amen offers them at amenclinics.com. Cross-train at work. Learn someone else's job. Perhaps you can even look into switching jobs for several weeks. This benefits the business and employees alike as both workers will develop new skills and better brain function. Break the routines of your life to stimulate new parts of your brain. Do the opposite of what feels natural to activate the other side of your brain and gain access to both hemispheres. Write with your other hand, shoot basketballs with both hands, hit baseballs left-handed if you're right-handed, play table, table tennis with the opposite hand, use the computer mouse with your other hand, make your brain feel uncomfortable. Mental exercise is as important to your brain as diet and physical exercise is, okay? So really important to get out there, get your brain working, and it's not fun because your brain is like, what's happening? And, and you really do feel uncomfortable but it's important to keep your brain healthy. Step number six, you need to move to think. Fizzle, and then this goes right along with what Dr. Bredesen talks about. He, Dr. Bredesen recommends 30 minutes five times a week. Let's see what Dr. Amen recommends. Physical exercise is the fountain of youth. It's critical to keeping your brain vibrant and young. If you want to attack Alzheimer's, depression, obesity, and aging all at once, move every day. Research has shown that cognitive abilities are best in those who exercise. Exercise improves the flow of oxygen, blood, and nutrients to the brain and protects the brain against things that hurt it, such as high sugar levels. It reduces stress, improves your mood, and lowers your blood pressure and blood sugar levels. Exercise decreases inflammation, fat cells, weight, and frailty, while at the same time increases metabolism, longevity, bone density, and an overall sense of well-being. Research has also shown that regular exercise helps to turn off the obesity gene and positively impacts those at risk for Alzheimer's disease with the APOE4 gene. That's the genetic marker for Alzheimer's. And has also been shown to reduce cravings. One study even found that exercise helps people choose better foods, so seek out more social support and improve your sleep. If you exercise, all those good things happen. So what are the best exercises for your brain? Dr. Amen says he likes to keep it simple. Four types of exercise are great for your brain, bursting or interval training, strength training, coordination exercises, and mindful exercises. Of course, you should check with your physician before starting any new exercise routine. So what is burst training? Well, burst training involves 60-second bursts at go-for-broke intensity followed by a few minutes of lower-intensity exertion. I recommend you take a 30-minute walk every day. 
during the walk, take four or five one-minute periods to burst, walking or running as fast as you can, then go back to walking. A 2006 study from researchers at the University of Guelph in Canada found that doing high-intensity burst training burns fat faster than continuous moderately intensive activity. Short burst training helps raise endorphins, lift your mood, and make you feel more energized. Okay, I have my own version of this burst burst training or interval training that is amazing. I personally did it and in three workouts lost 10 pounds. And what you do, you get on the treadmill and you're just kind of walking. You're at about level, now it's going to be, you know, based on your fitness level. Um, Get on treadmill, have the incline set at about six. And um, speed set at about six. And what you do is you go one minute on the treadmill, and then you you jump and and put one foot on either side of the treadmill and use the little rails, of course, and then rest for a minute, then jump back on for a minute, and then rest for a minute. You do that for 10 minutes. Then you crank up the incline to as high as it will go, and you slow down the speed to about a one or a two, then you start walking, and it's like you're walking up a mountain. And every 30 seconds, no, actually not every 30 seconds, every minute, again, you can put your hands on the rail to rest, but you're still what you walk the entire time. You never stop. So you're either walking with your hands on the rail, kind of resting a little bit, or you're walking without your hands touching the, the little support rail. Then you do that for 10 minutes. Then after that, you drop it down till it is perfectly flat, and you crank that treadmill up to as fast as it'll go or as fast as you can handle. You know, keep, keep in mind, we don't want to hurt anybody here. Uh, for me personally, because I weigh about 240, 50 pounds-ish, I can't go over speed eight or nine because it literally, like, stops the machine. It's, it's frustrating. Then what you do... You have that going, you're standing off one foot on either side of the treadmill, it's going really, really fast, you're kind of like, ah, and then you jump on and start going as fast as you can for 30 seconds, and then you jump off for 30 seconds, and then off for 30 seconds, and then off for 30 seconds, and you do that for 10 minutes, and let me tell you, you are going to be burning calories like nobody's business, you, I mean, like I said, sometimes I do this, and I just do the incline walking the whole 30 minutes. Sometimes I do a little different. It just depends. You don't have to do the crazy sprinting all the time. But that interval training will make you sweat a lot. Make sure you drink plenty of water. But it will definitely get you in shape. And Dr. Amon's really big on the don't be big because you have that dinosaur syndrome. If you have a big body, you have a little brain. So you, you're going to have to get your body under control because you'll become extinct if you don't get it under control. All right, enough of that. And we have time for about, I don't know, one or two more. You want to strengthen your brain with strength training. The stronger you are as you age, the less likely you are to get Alzheimer's disease. Canadian researchers found that resistance training plays a role in preventing cognitive decline. It also helps with weight loss and losing belly fat. Dr. Amon recommends two 30 to 40 five-minute weightlifting sessions a week, one for the lower body, abs, lower back, and legs, the other for the upper body, arms, back, upper back, and chest. 
A 2010 study from researchers at the University of Rhode Island compared body composition changes between two groups of dieters. Both groups followed the same nutrition plan, but one group did moderate intensity resistance training while the other group did not. At the end of the 10-week trial, the group that participated in resistance training lost nine pounds of body fat compared with less than half a pound for the diet-only group. The resistance training group's thighs got thinner while the other group's thighs remained the same size. So you need to do some strength training. Boost your brain with coordination activities. Doing coordination activities like dancing, tennis, or table tennis, ping pong, the world's best brain sport. Boost the activity in the cerebellum. While the cerebellum is only 10% of the brain's volume, it contains 50% of the brain's neurons. It's involved with both physical and thought coordination. A fascinating brain imaging study from Japan found that just 10 minutes of ping pong increases activity in the prefrontal cortex and cerebellum. It's like an aerobics class. Ping pong, get you a little table and go to town. Calm and focus your mind with mindful exercise. Yoga, Tai Chi, and other mindful exercises have been found to reduce anxiety and depression and increase focus. So what's the best exercise for your brain type? So which exercises are you best are best for your individual brain type in addition to the general suggestions for all types above? Here are some specific recommend, recommendations. If you're over-focused or compulsive, so high ACG activity, aerobic exercise boosts serotonin in the brain to help you get unstuck when you can't stop thinking about pepperoni pizza, potato chips, or checking your phone. Be sure to vary your workout each time. This will help you learn to be less rigid. When you get stuck on thoughts, get up and move. One study found that as little as five minutes of exercise could help curb cravings. We've got one more. Impulsive types, uh, if you have low prefrontal cortex activity, uh, aerobic exercise helps increase blood flow and dopamine in the brain to boost the PFC and improve impulse control. Impulsive types need lots of exercise. At least 30 minutes every day is best if you're impulsive, but make sure it is in an activity you love. If you don't love it, you probably won't keep it up. Yoga that includes meditation will sharpen your focus and strengthen your prefrontal cortex so you can make better decisions and reduce impulsivity. So that is it for this episode of the Brain Builders Podcast. Thank you so much for taking time out and listening today. Um, we do have the link to join the wait list for our Brain Builders Masterclass. Our next session uh, will be coming up in a few months. And registration is not open, but you can join the wait list in the description of this podcast or go to bit.ly slash waitlistbb, as in Brain Builder. And we really hope that you have a phenomenal day. Have a great one. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.